1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Cast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Damon, what do you think of Tottenham? Tottenham, a shit. What do you think of shit? Tottenham. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess I thought... Yeah. yeah, you remember the bit. I Good did on remember the I, I, I sprung s- that on you. Did. <laughs> you weren't out, you? <laughs> didn't expect that, were you?
0: I didn't expect it. I was like, oh wait, I know this, wait, I know this. Alright, I got you, right? So, uh, uh, yeah. London is red, right?
1: London, North London is red. Hey, London? This, fuck it. The whole, the whole of London is red. Why not? Fuck the other yeah. London teams as well. Chelsea. We'll take what we can get at this point. <laughs> right. right. Uh, I, and I will do this every single time for the rest of the, the lifespan of this podcast. Anytime Arsenal beats Spurs, I'm going to open the show that way. So <laughs> if there's right, any t- to- Spurs fans
0: listening, I apologize. I don't. Who cares? <laughs> don't stay. I, I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal supporter now. My the, the penalty box. We're an Arsenal. we an Arsenal bar. I made that official to Joel. So uh, yeah, we'll fight in the streets. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm in a gang warfare now. I'm i I'm a hooligan. I'm a, can I be a hooligan now? I'm going to be a hooligan. I don't want to be a hooligan. That seems, that seems very. Um, very stressful. A stressful life of being a hooligan. Being in a cr- is it what's called being in a crew, is that what it is? You know, or a firm. You're, you're you're in one, right? <laughs> All
1: right. One one day, Damon, we'll make that movie about the uh, warring pro fandom firms in Tokyo, <laughs> knifing each other on the streets. Oh shit! Here come here come the DDT boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah. Oh, great. Basara's around the corner. <laughs> uh that would be that would actually be a uh a novel concept i like that i like that idea a lot uh boy we're both feeling it today aren't we my man we're uh you're not getting much sleep i didn't get much sleep it's gonna be one fucking hell of a podcast right yeah i'm
1: very worried i'm a worrier i didn't think i was a worrier, but this is starting to get to me after a fucking year you think (laughs) you know no, no surprise really um
0: you want to talk about it? You want to talk
1: about it? Yeah. Well, about it? Uh, yeah. well, the situation is very fluid. Uh, what I'm hearing at the moment is, if I manage to get my hands on the Chinese-produced vaccine, then that would be. Possibly a route to bring my family back to China. Like I, can, I can go now, I can apply and leave them here, but I don't want to do that. Uh, sure? Cause I mean, are they yeah, I, are I, I like them. Oh, okay, They've right. grown on sure. me, Damon. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> we, we celebrated Esther's birthday I know. last Friday. She's one year old now. Yeah, Isn't
0: that amazing? Then? You know what? It's how time flies. Really? One year. Holy yeah. moly. That's fucking unbelievable. You know what? Come to think of it, don't we have an anniversary? Wasn't it around New Japan Cup yeah, that we started doing this?
1: I, I think it was Dontaku. Oh. I remember it was around Dontaku 2018, I think. Uh, the first episode, appropriately enough, recorded from a
0: hotel <laughs> down my end. So. Okay. Esther's just run. A running theme. That's, I know, I saw yeah. the pictures. We had a
1: lovely little party. Uh, all our little baby friends came. Yeah, That's awesome. All right. I look. So, like, this is one going Even if for, for whatever reason I am, um, if I hope this doesn't happen, if I have to go back first without them and they follow later, at least I can say I was there for the in the first year, to see all the milestones, you know, first first steps, first birthday, all of that stuff. Because I okay, guess so everything from sort of one year to what, four years old is kind of you can wave that, can't you, Damon? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Oh, ask my dad. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, so yeah I, I apologize if um i can't bring the energy to this podcast because i've just been up quite uh, i'm not sleeping very well I, I, I sort of i wake up in uh, like 5 a.m and then start worrying start thinking like oh what will happen if my headmaster emails me and says i've got to come back mm. immediately without my family and then i, I just i won't sleep <laughs> that's it that's t- uh-huh that's that's my sleep ruins and that's how my brain works my brain hates me now so yeah
0: your brain is very you.
1: supportive she'll she'll tell me like oh, just you know stop worrying you, you can't control it everything will be fine don't worry we'll make it work whatever happens
0: but you know, I, and can't, that is the truth can't stop those right? voices. i know that that is the truth um if there's any truth in all that 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 is the truth is that you will find a way to make it work right you will figure it the fuck out but I, I get the stress and I get the anxiety of it. And I get the fucking mental, the fact that your brain wants to fuck with you all the time. I get that. Absolutely. Um, and that's the hardest part is to kind of quiet that. And I, and that's where I turned to alcohol, Joel. <laughs> um, so, so, so I, and I don't suggest that route, please be very clear. Um, uh, but that's, I mean, that's that. um, What can I do to help? What can I help? To, uh, don't tell me. <laughs> and, uh, but, get uh, me a get
1: me a fucking COVID vaccine. Get me a Sinovac. Find a Pfizer. Someone. All right,
0: listen, we have a very Not wide. Not the Pfizer. It here. It it's
1: got to be Sinovac. Otherwise, they they won't accept it. It has to be Pfizer. This is the new the the no Sinovac. It's got to be that Sinovac. It's got to be the Sinovac, the the China produced one. Ow! You don't want that Bobo brand. <laughs> I don't care. I'll fucking
0: inject myself with bleach at this rate. If that's what it takes to get my family home. So we need the fucking Sonic brand or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Could somebody help Joel? I mean, we have a lot of, look, we reach far and wide. There's got to be somebody out there that can DM Joel. And give him a path to find this fucking... Because, again, all the, you are the only one that needs it, or does the whole family need it? I think it's just me.
1: All right. That's my understanding. It could, it could be Mally as well, but I, she's Thai, so I think she's got a better chance of getting it first than me. Really? Now, my, my, my understand. I, I, I don't have this confirmed. I don't think Esther needs it. If they say kids can't travel without it, then we're fucked, because there is no right. safe, approved vaccine for the children. I hope... They have the common sense to say that, yeah, kids can go without being vaccinated. If they do say that only vaccinated people can go, then we're back to square one. So, you know, I'm not ruling out that possibility either. But yeah, if you're out there and you can get me a dose of the Sinovac uh, COVID vaccine, get it out to Bangkok, then I will shake your hand.
0: Shake your hand. I'll eat your ass. I'll kiss you <laughs> on the cheek. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my Paula Abdul dance for you. <laughs> I'll barrow my nose right in your butt cheeks, pal. Let me do. Let me tell you. Uh, I my suggestion was let's get Joel to New Jersey. Slide him right in. I'll get him in here. Get him all. Get him all shot up. Get a couple drinks. Get him back on a plane. That's my plan. Or I say Groucho Marx glasses. Slide right on into China. Never know it was you. Your name is Lance McGillicuddy. <laughs> that's your alias. <laughs> that's, like, that's what my name would be if I went to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Lance McGillicuddy. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not, that doesn't sound far from the truth, to be honest. All right, I'm wor- now I'm worried about you. Now I'll um, now see? All right, now I'm worried about you, because you didn't sound right even when I called you. I gotta be honest, you didn't sound right. You didn't sound like the regular Joel, and I was worried and it's concerned. So now it's because the
1: the the time change, Damon. I needed that hour to mentally prepare myself to get me in the (laughs) zone for podcast co-hosting, and you messaged me an hour earlier. I'm like, oh shit, the clocks must have (laughs) gone back. So I did fuck you over on that one. That one. I'm blaming you. And oh, I haven't I had time you. to finish watching Strong, so the listeners are not going to get my <laughs> my piping hot takes for last Friday's, Saturday's episode of New Japan Strong. Rocky Romero just hit pause on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, we'll come back to us next week, Rock. Cool. Yeah. We'll get you.
0: i got nothing for you, man. <laughs> we'll get you next week. Um, yeah. Well, I was Again, I was just a little concerned. Um but again, we have our network, our army of uh, maniacs that can that, look. If anybody can do it, it's, it's not it's not the U.S. Uh, military. It's not uh, China's government. It's, it's, no, it's our list. It's our it's our New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast listeners who's going to come through for you, Joel, and make it happen. It, wouldn't it be amazing if it did? I'll tell you what. I kid, I kid. I'll put, I'll put it right on the record. If anybody, any one of these listeners, any one of you maniacs, find a way to make this happen, and I need it to be proof. I don't want just like a little vial and it's just like sugar water, because then I'll kill you. Uh, but if you get this vir- if, uh, this vaccine, I'll eat your ass. I'll put it right on the record. I don't care who you are. <laughs> All right? I'll put How's that? How's that for dedication, Joel? How's that for I'll join you? We'll both do it. <laughs> we'll both clunk heads as we get in and eat the person's ass. We'll just b- blunk our heads together. Like fucking Shibata and Okada. <laughs> Trying to get into this person's ass. Yeah. I I will be I will do it. I will do it. I hope I hope she's really cute. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> i'm not fussy beggars can't be choosers that's true take what i can get i will i'll i don't care who it is i don't care who it is um but yeah let's uh let's see let's see what we can do i mean look shot in the dark but maybe uh maybe robbie eagles will come through for us (laughs) and or tapler who definitely doesn't listen to this podcast you don't don't think so you don't think who do you think listens? She's
1: the only person in the, the wrestling fandom that I know of who's in
0: Thailand. Yeah. You think she can get it? No. <laughs> I would maybe ask
1: my uh, my brother-in-law. He's a big shot with the the police. Yeah? The Justice Department here. Yeah. Where? Where? I'm sure he'd be able to pull some strings. Where you strength. are right now? Yeah, in... in well, I don't know exactly which region. I probably shouldn't be talking about this publicly, but <laughs> I know. I know. Let's, let's just say things work a certain way in Thailand. Ah. Well, actually, probably the same way politics works everywhere. They're just uh, more
0: transparent gotcha. about right. it. Right. Okay. Well, let's just say this. Uh, donations. You want to give out the donation link again, uh, Joel? Maybe we, uh, we might need that to be uh, yeah. a little... little...
1: Redcircle.com forward slash super dash J dash cast. Get me some bribes bribery money
0: (laughs) because that's that's how shit gets done here (laughs) that's can we uh can we uh listeners maybe maybe you can help that way maybe you can maybe you know what maybe you can help that way (laughs) for bribery money (laughs) is this in any way illegal this recording at this point I hope not no this is going to get us into a lot of trouble
1: with uh, several <laughs> international governments so maybe we should move on and talk about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling let's do that before be I incriminate in myself them. any further
0: yeah alright All right, let's do that uh, Pro Wrestling is, is the name of the game right okay
1: right and uh, we have the second round of the New Japan Cup to talk about I know the quarterfinals are taking place as We speak, uh, but I'm not going to watch those later. So we're just going to do second round today. And let's go to... Now, I know we talked about the results of these matches briefly because they were taking place as we recorded last week. But matches themselves, you presumably have had a chance to watch them. Um, Toriano defeats the great Okan 30 minutes, 2 seconds uh, via some kind of bullshit. Still annoyed about it, Damon. Um, Your thoughts on the
0: match? Look, I... I don't think the match was anything great, and I didn't think anything was great about it, and I complained at the time, and I'm going to complain about it now. That's just—I just makes no sense to me. I mean, I know they like to keep things fresh and surprising, but I don't think that's the guy you're—you're you're doing the fresh, surprising shit. You had the guy match of his career, beat Naito, destroy everybody around him, and he can't get past fucking yano it just makes no sense to me it just makes just makes him look like a boob um and that's the last thing you want to do is make him look like a boob and then that uh, you know that put the rest of the of empire united empire in somewhat jeopardy because then jeff cobb had to win and oh, I don't want to skip ahead but <laughs> If you're if you're a United Empire fan, you you're uh, you're in trouble. Uh, Yeah, it sucked. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all, and I didn't like seeing it when it happened. And uh, it's just I don't. I'm not one to complain a lot about booking, and my guy didn't win, but I just I just don't understand that one.
1: I kind of mentally prepared myself for his defeat when Yano tied his braid to the railing because i thought oh okay well that's that's going to be the finish but then when he got the, the little tiny knife or scissors or whatever it was i was like oh wow he's outsmarted him and i thought at that point that was the false finish right. and okan was going to go and win and then the you know i can't even remember what it was a bullshot, roll up i don't know but uh yeah they got me with that because i i thought yano uh okan overcoming the the hair tying thing was going to be it, his moment of triumph and i, I mean, he looked scary. Yano running away going, I'm scared, I'm scared. I thought that was quite funny, but, um, what, yeah. uh what is he lost. He's, his hair looks good now, actually. I don't know if you've seen O'Khan's hair without the braid. He's looking... Uh, Got a bit of a go-up, I think. So if you am looking for a silver lining here, his hair looks nicer. So, uh, <laughs> we, we do have a theory from a uh, listener, Pink from Discord, who says, do you think Great Okan has been a victim of his own success? His subpar win-loss record would be more forgivable if he adapted to his gimmick as poorly as Master Watto. Okan's charisma is obvious to everyone not named Dave Meltzer, but has this charisma become a potential crutch for the booking half-heartedly cementing his dominance? I don't think they're trying to book him the same way that they book him Watto. I think they do see more upside in him, but I my feel f- is that the booking committee thought, well we give him the big win against Naito at Budokan and that's gonna elevate him and it doesn't matter if he loses to Yano because everyone loses to Yano and it doesn't hurt him, but we see it differently.
0: Yeah. I mean that's the I was I was gonna ask you, what do you think see the logic in this and that's the, oh, the that's the only logical out is that or oh, there there are plenty of even bigger names that have that have got fucked over by Yano, and he is he is that guy that makes the, these tournaments interesting. G one included, um, where again you 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 the idea is that you have to be on your toes, and it's just I don't know, man. <sighs> it, it, look, I, the idea of Tanahashi taking a fall. He has a he's a lot of fucking space to to, you know he's a lot of room to to take a fall like that. It's not going to ding him up. I don't know if I can say the same thing here, guys. Just he needs to have momentum. He needs to be, and he it's it, it, what less than a week before he's beaten Naito. It's like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh well, I won't. We won't harp on that. Even though we harped on it. Uh, what, what, what's next?
1: Okay, let's harp on Evil defeating Jeff Cop in 23 minutes, 8 seconds with his evil finishing maneuver. I actually thought this match was was pretty good. Um, I've said before, I do not mind the evil shithousery in moderation because this was what, one match within the whole first round of 40 matches so one out of 14 where there is all that bullshit i can deal with that i don't mind as long as it's not happening in every match or or a lot of the matches that's happened with castle attack night one i can deal with it i mean it's just not i don't love it it's not my favorite type of wrestling but i quite enjoyed the match i thought Cobb looked great he almost literally carried the match here He showed great physical presence and there were some great spots with him throwing both Evil and Dick Togo around and manhandling him and I thought he looked really strong and I don't think he was really hurt by the defeat to Evil Uh, and I guess Evil is just one of these guys now who needs to run deep in these tournaments because I don't see him doing much else. I don't see him winning another, I don't see him winning a New Japan Cup or a G1 anytime soon. He's not going to be headlining any big shows I think, I don't think he's going to be winning the top belt. But to sort of consolidate his place as a an upper mid carder, he is going to get wins like this, and he's going to be making runs to you know semifinals and, and block finals and things like that, and that's that's his spot in the company now. All
0: right. Um, and just FYI, you, you're you're popping in and out internet wise, so if you need to uh, reset, just let me know. Um, but I, I did get the the major. Pops of your uh, your your thoughts here on this match. I I don't know. Evil bores the fuck out of me. You know when 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 he, I guess we'll call in control on offense. It's just snoozorama. Um, they they had some comeback in in this match, and again Cobb. I agree. I think he, he. was the highlight of this match, but I don't know. I know that you say if, if we continue it to just evil, it's a little bit more tolerable, but man, it just takes me right out. And it's, it's a complaint that every, not everybody has, but the people who do don't, the, for the people who don't like it, this, this is it in a nutshell, you know, you're starting to build up some momentum and it just gets pulled out from underneath you. And they, I have, I truly believe they could have a really great match. Those two guys could could have a great match. It's just a way that they 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 want to make evil the the guy who needs to fucking do all this bullshit to get wins. That's how they're going to present the guy. I I I hate to say it. I I don't hate to say it, but I just think it was a waste. It was a waste of Jeff Cobb, and and the whole thing is a waste of evil. But yeah, you give me two wastes, and you got a three star match. Then that's exactly what I feel like you got
1: okay next match we will talk about is Kenta defeating Minoru Suzuki in 16 minutes 50 seconds by go to sleep uh, what did you think of this one Damon it was good
0: um, I know I I think everybody did too I think everybody had these grand expectations and this dream match of Kenta and uh, Suzuki who I, they've had to have wrestled before I mean I'm I, I don't have a cage match loaded up in front of me but um I think everybody was thinking b- back to maybe you know 10 years ago but even with that being said I thought the match was really good I I, I here's what it felt it felt important um it felt uh like you were seeing two I mean I'm not going to go so far as to be like this was like, you know, how Brock Lesnar matches are where it feels like it's an event and blah blah. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. But uh it did feel like you were watching some something uh special, you know, if you know again, not to to blow it out of proportion, but I think a lot of people Watching was okay. This is this, this this is good. Uh, the newspaper spot, of course, was hilarious. Everybody wants to uh talk about that. Uh, and I, again, the match was, I thought the match was very good. Um, uh, again, not the best match so far that we've seen in New Japan Cup, but in the upper echelon of the matches that we've seen, I would I would comfortably put it in there. Uh, I don't know. I, for some reason I did think Suzuki might find a way to get through. Um, and I think my mind started changing during the match. It just felt like this was going to be a Suzuki win. Um, but they probably made the right call. Kent is probably the hottest guy they got in the company, if if not the hottest guy, one of the hottest guys. Got a ton of momentum, so it makes sense from a booking standpoint. So, no, I I really didn't have a, f- a, f- a problem at all with this match. Um it, the, the the only problem I had with the match was that I think my expectations were high just because of the names on the marquee. That, and, and that's it. And that's, and that's my fault. But for the match itself, no, I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, you brought up a really good point there and something I agree with you about about how hot Kenta feels. I think his character work is maybe the best in the whole company. And I think in a lot of ways that is compensating for his in-ring work which I still think is really good but maybe not the you know tippy-toppy high-paced athletic style that people might hope from the upper echelons of New Japan but the character work is so compelling to me like his promos are must-watch every time they just going all over the place but really really entertaining like the Okada spoonerisms that he's coming out with like Mizuki Sonoru and New Japan Puck and now he's facing Shikagi Tango uh, bullying the cameraman you know being overweight uh c- complaining about suzuki socks uh getting annoyed that there are no gun sounds coming from when he's doing the shooting entrance like it does for chase Allen. so he's like he's turned into this bitter but extremely funny and sharp-witted man who complains and pick holes and everything but does it in a really comedic way and not just that most importantly he builds the matches too and and also provides the the occasional um Disarmingly thoughtful moment of sincerity, like for example mentioning the the earthquake victims, or saying that he hopes he made Takeyama proud. Just little touches right. like that, and, and again, you add that to the stuff that's going on in the match. It's like you said, mentioned about the newspaper, and I like the match as well. They pulled a lot of funny faces at each other, and it, I I could be completely wrong about it. it. Just felt it felt like a Noah style of match with them just hitting each other very hard. Um, I mean, no, before they started doing old man vanity matches, but yeah, I I thought the match was really good as well. And I'm just loving Kenta's character work at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's, he's
0: a notch above a, a lot, a lot of people. It's weird how they just, you know, in a company where people's surface complaint is, I can't get into the characters and I can't get into like, if people just gave it a try and not just sat back on old old not even old ideas cuz i don't even think it's really been true period but yeah it's just that like kenta is 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 proof of it and 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 everybody when they get a good shot at um some time backstage to cut a quality promo i mean to me I don't think there's a better company, right? I, I really don't. It's hard for me to, to to pick anybody else. I mean, I know people might point to AEW at certain points. And trust me, they got a lot of talented people that can work on microphone, no doubt about it. But, man, there's there, there's something compelling about just letting people do what they do best and feel how they feel and have some natural emotion in in, in their promos. It's, a, it's an amazing thing, isn't it? amazing thing and i think new japan helps and leads that um and i think kenta leads that so so there you go yeah those
1: youtube backstage comments are must watch as soon as they're released i've got youtube notifications so i watch them straight away because there's usually like one or two absolute gems in there like there's a really good bug with shingo and kenta having a back and forth uh and <laughs> kenta's got to be in his bonnet because uh in shingo's name there's the character which means hawk or eagle so he say why are you calling yourself the dragon you should be the hawk and then Shingo's getting Kenta's Kanji characters mixed up and saying, "Well, there's a dog in your name," and then ken's going go, "No, that's the wrong character, you idiot!" And it's just, it's just something that I don't know. We feel sort of more at home in a sitcom, but it just seeing these two like you know muscular, angry prize fighters <laughs> bickering each other about correct application of certain meanings of kanji characters and whether or not it fits the given gimmick is just tremendously funny to me. Just like the juxtaposition of those those two things there. So it's just. Great stuff. People on Twitter seem to love it. And yeah, it's not just him. I mean, there's so many other people in the company who are delivering brilliant promos. Like Jay White's always hilarious. David Finley is, is doing in great fun, stuff with him. So, I mean, we'll come on to them. But yeah, good stuff between these two. Um, the main event of this show was the aforementioned Shingo Takagi defeating Hiroki Goto in twenty minutes, uh, 23 minutes, 51 seconds via Last of the Dragon. Uh, what did
0: you think of this one? Great. Fantastic. Real, I mean, Shingo is... <laughs> he's having himself a, a hell of a fucking new Japan cup. Let's, let's, let's start there first. Um, and I know there were people that were scratching their heads like, uh, Godot and not Tai Chi. And this is, this might be the reason why. And that's, and that's, and that, again, that's not slandering the good name of, uh, your, your Lord Tai Chi, but, this is this was a Goto match for sure, uh, and Goto could hang. It felt like, like I don't think he lost a step with Shingo. I don't think it was a Can I question? Sorry,
1: uh, there's a, uh, It's exactly what you're talking about here, and I think shines a lot of light on the the Goto discourse, if you will. So this is uh from Elliot who says, what exactly is it about Goto that makes us bored with him before his matches, only for us to leave each of his matches saying, all right, Goto is awesome. Only yeah. to completely forget
0: that by his next match. Uh that that is an accurate point. I and I am guilty as charged, yes. Um maybe because and I don't know why this impacts people so much, but the fact that he hasn't won or he, he is the, the perennial loser, but do people really care about that going into match? Like, do they like in a match like this to me, it's a 50, 50 coin toss. Well, maybe not. I mean, I think the idea of Shingo getting a nice healthy push, you know, makes a lot of sense to a lot of people. But that being said, I mean, I don't think it was a slam dunk Goto win. I mean, I know, again, people who make brackets kind of are, 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 are reading the tea leaves. But, I mean, Godot could have won this. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's just dry. I don't know. Maybe Maybe we're just tired of seeing him. I mean, he's been around for a long time. Um, and he always seems to be in the same spot, I guess. But then he puts on a performance like this, and it's like, okay, well, what are we thinking here? What are we, why, why are we lumping this guy into this? Yeah, but, Okay, in fairness, a lot of times you don't know what the fuck you're going to get with, with Hiroki Goto. Because there have been times where he's had matches, and don't ask me to rattle them off in the head, but I know they're there. Where they've under-delivered and under-delivered big time. So you see, he's not – it's not like he's batting a 1,000. And every time you drag Goto out there, you're getting a fucking classic because he's had some stinkers in there too. I don't know, though. He puts on performances like this, and yeah, they're right. You do. You turn off the TV, and you're like, all right. Fucking good match. And you got to remember, oh, yeah, that was Godot. Okay. So, yeah, I I would say I'm guilty. So, we're trying to talk it out in my head of why do I do that? And those might be the reasons.
1: I want to talk about Shingo for a bit here because it, oh, it does really feel like Shingo time at the moment. It, I'm noticing just little changes in the structure and the layout of his matches where… Previously, in a Shingo singles match, he is the aggressor in the match. But now, I've noticed in this New Japan Cup, he is the recipient. He, he is getting he is at the receiving end of the extended beatdown by the other wrestler. So he is sort of placed as the babyface in peril, if you will, and he's the one who gets the the fiery comeback from that. Which previously. I mean, to my mind hasn't been the case so he's getting that baby face he, he seems to be playing to the crowd more he's getting quite a lot of show closing promos in the ring he's busting out these brilliant dad jokes in his post-match comments saying stuff like oh, I update my moves I'm like your smartphone and um, got to trouble he was coming up with some great stuff in the run up to the the Gotto match. And I just starting to feel that he could be winning this whole tournament just by looking at those little changes, the way they're trying to make you view this guy as the big babyface main eventer potentially setting up a final with, you know, could be Will Ospreay, could be Jay White. It's it's looking like it may be a heel coming from that side of the bracket and it could be babyface Shingo in the final and Maybe we're finally going to get that big main event push for Shingo because he's had the little eyeballing of Ibushi when he was on commentary in in one of those shows. I forget which one it was, but are you in agreement with me, Damon? Does it feel like something's changed with Shingo and the way he's being booked?
0: Yeah, I think think they're very valid points. Um, If you're looking at it with a little bit of a sharp eye, you're exactly right. So it's like Shingo's fucking Ricky Morton all of a sudden. Uh, you know, getting the baby face uh, sympathy. Uh, big comeback. Away we go. Um, and it does look like, as you pointed out on the other side of the bracket, it's it's a, it's heel dominated and very, um, you know, the needle is pinned very hard. It's not like these people are... are are, there's a gray area with these with Jay White or a gray area right, right And now. also,
1: I, I forgot to mention his path to the final would be where he's got Kenta next and then he'd have probably Evil after that. So two, you know, very big heel characters there. Right,
0: right. That's, and by the way, I know we talked about it last week. That's a hell of a fucking way to get to the, to the cup. Uh, I mean, if you look at his path, Shingo's path, I mean, he's got to beat some pretty fucking big names. Okada, I mean, he's, he's mowing through them all. Okada, Goto, Kenta, and then, what, Jay White or Will Ospreay. He's mowing, he, I mean, if, if you're looking at a path to get to this New Japan Cup, that's a hell of a fucking way to get there. Yeah. I mean, the handwriting's on the wall in this one for, for Shingo Babyface, but then does that end at New Japan Cup? Let's just say he wins the whole, the whole thing. How do you parlay that into Shigo Babyface against the ultimate babyface, Kota Ibushi? Or do you? Is, Is this he the ultimate f- babyface? Because
1: the fucking management have thrown him under the bus with this uh, title unification thing. Everyone hates Ibushi now, <laughs> even though it's not his fault and nothing to do with him. But uh, <laughs> it, yeah... Who knows? I mean, might, if Shingo does win the New Japan Cup and we get to Sakura Genesis, people might be booing Ibushi.
0: They might want to see him lose because of this nonsense. It is amazing, isn't it? its it? It's, it's, I, there's not a lot of people that I hear, and again, I'm not digging through the, the halls of the interwebs, but there's not a lot of positivity going into this, is there, for, the, for that title bullshit?
1: I am seeing a a lot of um, I was talking to Manabu about this earlier actually because he saw um, he was listening to a Japanese radio show and he said that Obari was invited as the guest so I'm going to paraphrase what Manabu said that he, he sort of sensed that there was a dislike towards Harold May and he says that Obari is like your typical Japanese executive he says again this is manabu's interpretation of things because I, I haven't listened to this i don't speak japanese so i wouldn't know but he's not got that sort of strong leadership he's only 46 years old so younger than a, a lot of the people working in that company and maybe a bit of a, a company man president like for example he was he talked about the iwgp unification thing but didn't really give his opinion on it and tanahashi's already said that it wasn't Ibushi's idea, it was the company's decision, but then is still presenting it like it's Ibushi's idea, which is unfair. And, and a lot of fans, are, particularly in Japan, are really upset about this unification. And um, Manabu's opinion, which I agree with, was that the company should be protecting Ibushi and not <laughs> thrown into the walls like that. So...
0: That is. It's obviously,
1: it's a it's a company decision, and, and Obari and the company should present it, so explain it to us why they've done this, what's the logic behind it. You know, what we want to know what the company's vision is. So, because no, nobody understands the reason. That, that was Manabu's point, and he's right. We
0: want two belts. Why are you merging these belts? Tell us why. <laughs> we want an intercontinental championship. We want a world championship. Or not world, uh, you know i'm doing a bit joel
1: it's bombing big time (laughs) it is a funny bit and i am laughing but i'm also on mute because i have moved from my hotel room where the internet connection wasn't great down to the library and next door to me in the library there is a junior management um seminar going on for the company lush do you have lush in the u.s yes the uh, bath bombs and all that stuff yeah that's right so that's there's music there's people on speakers next door i I, i'll pop next maybe i can get some bath bombs because i do like this stuff even if it's horribly overpriced but i laughed at your joke damon it was it was a good reference and (laughs) well done we we should get that reference in at least once every podcast episode it's my favorite i'll do my best
0: all right uh so we talked about goto we talked about shingo and how we think is uh Road to a New Japan Cup victory is mm-hmm. right around the corner. Um, we, we're off to, uh, what, night uh, eight?
1: Night whatever, and we have Sanada, the cold skull, defeating Yuji Nagata yep. in 18 minutes, 18 seconds via rounding body press. Damon, yep. what did you think? <laughs> 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 it was, it was <laughs> a match. Yep. A match happened between these two guys. It was, yep. uh, my, I, my biggest takeaway from this is that why is Sonata doing extended striking exchanges? Because his forearms, his elbows, don't look like they could crack an egg. He yeah. should not be doing that. If you want to you know, promote this guy's strengths and hide his weaknesses, striking is one of his weaknesses. Don't make him do that because he did a lot of it here and it
0: looked rubbish. Rubbish. Uh, I watched this match and I saw Sonata, with all capital letters, wearing a very cool jacket And a very cool little mask that shined, the light beaming off of it. And he looked cool as fuck. Unfortunately, a bell rang and he was asked to perform for 15 minutes. And boy, did I take a nap. Out like a light, Joe. You know, you talk about having trouble sleeping. May I recommend my favorite sleep remedy? Begins with an S and it ends in an Ada. Right out. I woke up. Huh? <laughs> that, that match happened. Um look. If, you, well, I I get tired of saying it and I'm sure people get tired of listening to it. And it's just we're just never gonna meet in the middle. Sonata stinks. I can't get over it. It's it's just there. Cool entrance. Awesome jacket. Fucking cool mask. Hair. Chef's kiss. Muscular. That's where it begins and ends. That's where it begins and ends.
1: Well, I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on the next match, the main event of this show, which was Will Ospreay defeating Zack Sabre Jr. in 21 minutes, 23 seconds via Stormbreaker, because I haven't heard your thoughts on this match at all. Uh, I finished watching it, and I excitedly texted you saying, whatever you're doing, you know, avoid spoilers, just watch this match.
0: What did you think of it? And I texted back, I said, putting it on right now, as Johnny Rotten would say. Uh... Shingo and Okada, was that was my favorite match so far. Um, This one beat Shingo and Okada. I absolutely fucking adored this match. I thought this match was one of the best matches I've seen this year. I mean, it's a short year. We're in the middle of March, mind you. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. It felt like they they purposely went out there to not have a match that you would think Will Ospreay and Zach would have. It was almost as if they said, let's do what might be considered the opposite of, of that. Um, and yet, still mesmerizing spots... St- and again, the idea of accidental blood helping take a match to another level. And it wasn't like he hit a gusher, but I mean, the the visual of his nose being busted open, especially from a guy like Zach. It, it helped. It really did. And it made the match even more. Aggressive, violent, it was a fight. It felt like it was a fight, but without the boring, I'm going to drag you to the outside and brawl through the crowd and brawl, 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 and hit you really hard on the shoulder blades. It was like a pro wrestling fight, if that makes any weird sense. Um, like, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can, not with strikes, but with wrestling moves. <laughs> Right? and everything's going to hurt. Uh, I I find it I find them, uh, them amazing the way that they were able to work this match. Um, my favorite of the New Japan Cup, and I'll go so far as to say, this is going to get a lot of votes for match of the year. Come year end, um, I don't know what online is buzzes, but. This this match really did it for me. It hit I don't know, it was compelling and it was it was fast paced but it wasn't like a Will Ospreay spot fest. I thought the selling was amazing. I thought the selling was really good. You know, working over the arm. And even Will like doing stuff outside the ring, doing strikes and then kind of going back and being like, "Oh yeah, he fucked with my arm for 10 minutes. Maybe I should still be in pain." The arm bar spot from the you know that came off the top rope nah, a lot of stuff I really loved great match. I thought it was well worked, outstanding
1: It was a match that watching it live and speaking to other people that were watching it live I, it was me and Andrew Rich just talking about it and the voices resting slack as it was going on it It felt like a moment it, like something really significant in the history of new japan i don 't know maybe this is just my my Englishman bias towards it. But seeing these two guys tear it up like that and what is my match of the year, I thought this was wow. outstanding. This, for, uh, I said on Twitter, this is a perfect pro wrestling for me. One, right, this is not a 45 minute match. 21 minutes in and out. No wasted time. Nothing you could trim from there. I wouldn't want to see another five minutes added on for the sake of it. They did everything they needed to do really interesting character work there with the reversal of roles because usually it's been zach bullying osprey who's been a junior but now right. osprey is, is beefed up a bit and he's got this new attitude and swagger as leader of the empire then we had a really interesting switcheroo there where zach was the sort of de facto baby face and osprey was the the cocky uh, more muscular guy who was sort of physically out muscling zach at certain points in the match you could see zach getting taken aback and frustrated by that and yeah the strikes were great just ugly nasty the the forearms and the european uppercuts and the execution of everything was really crisp it was it had snap and a lot of sort of hatred and aggression behind it all the trash talking was good i always just enjoy trash talking when it's two english guys going at (laughs) it because it just feels like this this sort of argument you might hear at a football match and yeah that moment that you, you mentioned about when Osprey got his nose busted. I think it was the La Mystica, but then his nose is like pissing blood everywhere and Zach's got him in that submission move. I don't know what the name of it was, but I really, I thought that might have been the finish there and it was just, like you said, just a great visual of the blood pouring down Osprey's face and he's desperately trying to get to the rope and then his, he sort of managed to rock his body over and, and turned over and his leg just kind of arced over and in almost in slow motion managed to hook that bottom rope. It was just, it was really cinematic the way it went yeah. down and just an outstanding match It's i i will be very impressed if anything manages a topic this year i know it's only march but this is just everything i want to see in a pro wrestling match and even better than that was at the end of the match taichi coming out and uh giving zach a lovely cuddle and stroking his face and saying don't don't worry man you 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 did great yeah. I, I wish I had someone like oh, this subtweet my wife here. You know, my wife is wonderful. My wife is my tai chi. You know, being there to stroke my hair and go, "It's okay, Joe. Everything's okay," even, even as everything's falling apart around me. <laughs>
0: oh, that is that's that's the most romantic thing I've heard in, in months. That's lovely. Write that on a card. I'm sure it'll go over with her. Just as well. you are my tai chi. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, you said it. This match was fantastic. So, uh, uh, unfortunately, Zach is eliminated because he had, you know, even his Gabriel Kidd match I thought was really good. He always has good fucking tournaments. I love watching him. I just, he's uh, just, I, I, I'm mesmerized by what he can do in a ring and make it look so easy. That's that's the thing. He just makes it look so easy, so creative, and so easy. Uh, so that means what are we? I mean, so what are we looking at here? Are we looking at uh, what's what's our what's our semi-finals?
1: Um, we've got a couple, uh, two more first round, uh, second oh, round matches right to talk right about right first, right and right then right we'll right get right. onto our prognostications. So uh, let's talk about David Finley defeating Yoshihashi in 30 minutes and 12 seconds with an acid drop. I wasn't expecting a great amount from this. For 30-minute match, I thought they packed a lot in there. I thought this was really good, Damon. This was unexpectedly good. And I, I maybe should have expected more from it, given these two guys are ranked quite highly in our most improved wrestler polls. I think Yoshihashi won that poll. So these two guys who really have stepped up their game and put a lot of effort in here it was like two fiery underdog baby faces just putting it all on the line see who the better man was and david finley in particular i think we need to single out for some praise because he just looks like a completely different guy to 12 months ago he looks like he is grateful to be in japan and get in this spot and I don't know if if this is a hot take anymore, but I think he's better than Juice now. He's in good shape. His promos are great. He's always very, very passionate and believable. And you, you believe, it. yeah, you feel that it's real. The words that are coming out of his mouth when he's laying out how he thinks he's surpassed Yoshihashi and he's got a big opportunity now and he needs to, to seize that with both hands and his in-ring work is really good his moves look like they hurt his strikes are they've got that snap on them that you expect and he is able to put off really sort of creative uh sort of counters and, and reversals during this match the way that that finish came where he manages to uh reverse Yoshihashi's Uh, I think it was like some sort of brain buster move and and turn that into his acid drop was very, very well executed, just high level stuff. So I was really impressed with David Finley here.
0: I agree with everything you said. Right. And um, it is a great, not a surprise, but just a, a great thing to see. But I will say this. It means nothing until David Finley gets a big win. Because unfortunately, he's going to be perceived as a guy that is at a certain level uh, and a certain pecking order, and, and so the company says, "Okay, you're going to get a big win over somebody." Not, not Yoshihashi, as much as we are in agreement. Yes, fantastic. The year last year, one of the one of the one of the bright spots uh, of New Japan in where everybody's kind of. Giving it a thumbs down Yoshihashi was a bright spot but David Finley's got to beat a name for for all this hard work to pay off and and if you think about it he's got guys that are lapping him he's got guys that are lapping him. um and I don't want to see him get like like now's the time for that like there's no need to sit back on any type of David Finley push like it needs to happen now because if it doesn't then, then what? Then what do you do with the guy? Because he's giving you everything he's got. It feels like doesn't feel like there's a lot that's being held back here. Um, and that's and I and I say that in a, in a in a in a very positive way. Now it's the company's turn to say, okay, we're going to put a little stock in David Finley, and if they don't, we know where we stand, right? I think I think David's doing his part. Now it's time to say, okay, he, this guy needs to, to do something with that. And then and then we see where we go. The, the the challenge is, Joel, is that I'm not convinced the company is there for that. Well, we've got a
1: couple of questions. Matthew says, what are the chances of Kenta and Finley meeting and David getting revenge in the New Japan Cup, USA loss? And Jamie says, should David Finley get a singles push? Uh, Kenta and Finley, that would require that to be the final of the New Japan Cup, and that's not going to be the final. It's not going to happen. But as far as singles push goes, I mean, he has a big match coming up in the next round against Jay White and they've got a lot of history together Jay White is 12 and 1 of course they're in the dojo together they had a tremendous match I think it was for the US title back in 2018 I want to say that was very very good worth going and watching and both guys have just improved tenfold since then so I'm really excited about that and that could be the coming out party I don't think Finlay is going to win but I wouldn't rule it out I would not be absolutely stunned if he did win and I think that would be an incredible moment for him I I think the objective with Finley should be to get him at a level where you can put him in the G one and people will go, Yes, that's a good call. He deserves that. Because I think he's more than capable of delivering. You know, he can give him uteros spot, you know, <laughs> he'd be perfectly serviceable being in the G one climax. I would love to see it. And what a better way to do that than by giving him this this big presumably it's gonna be a main event match against jay white which i'm really excited for that should be the the acid test if you'll excuse the pun uh to to show that he is someone who can hang in
0: big singles matches against the top boys in new japan i agree that would be a a, a great moment and again the history in the dojo and and those two having 517 singles matches as young lions um trading boston crabs it helps tell that story. So yes, could is there a way to make that happen here? I think so, right? I mean that that would all but confirm Osprey making it to the finals. I would I would think.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I mean you mentioned that I would love to see a David Finley will Osprey semi final again. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that would be a really fresh and interesting match. And I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't even think that Finley has to beat Jay White to to receive a significant oh, elevation in the company. I think if they I have a, r- a really good competitive close match and Finley pushes him, then you could achieve a similar result. But I think, you know, if you want to really pull the trigger and, and say, this is a guy that you've got to pay attention to, then maybe he should beat Jay White. Don't think it's going to happen, but it would be a very gutsy move if they did.
0: I think he should. I absolutely think they should. Again... I think I think David Finley's had a, a few, at least a few of those. Ah, he was so close and just couldn't pull it out. But he's going to make it there one day. Moments like this, this is it. This is the time. You're not going to hurt Jay White, right? Jay White seems like he's going to have a program with Tanahashi, right? Forever. Um, keep keep this. Make give Finley the win. Have them lose the Osprey? Osprey to the finals. Shingo to the finals, and away we go. Sticking
1: with uh, Finley and Finjuice. SizzleBee says, with Finjuice winning the Impact Tag Titles, do they lose them to someone in Impact, or maybe someone like God helping the US New Japan guys work closer to home more? And Louis says, Finjuice winning the Impact Tag Gold. What are the scenarios moving forward? Can they defend those in Strong or in Japan? So, Damon, what are your takes on Finjuice winning Impact Tag Team Gold?
0: Um. It gives them something to do and work <laughs> when when they they leave a, a Japanese tour. Um, I think it's good for them. It's, that's I mean, I, what's the what's the impact tag titles worth to a person? I guess is my question. Like to a to a to a wrestling fan, is that something that we're we're getting excited over? To to me, it feels like.
1: A vehicle to get people like Finjuice Juice and the Good Brothers and Guerrillas of Destiny being able to work these into promotional matches.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already know there's that the the synergy between promotions. So, I mean, I have no problem. I, look, I, I'm not. I'm not comp- it's not a bad thing. That's for, that's for sure. Um, and it gives them an opportunity to be on TV. Um. When they come home, and they're able to make some money while they're home, and again extend the program possibly with God and Carl Anderson and Doc Allos, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know where it goes. I'll be honest with you; it's, it doesn't make me want to tune into Impact. You know, whenever it's on, I don't even know when it's on. Like I'm not going out of my way to watch it. And now, well, listen, if they pull out a fucking barn burner match somewhere, yeah, I'll pop it on, but. Yeah, you know, It's kind of like, okay, it's cool. They're Impact Tag Team Champions. What am I supposed to do with that? I'll tell you what they should
1: do with it. I want to see the Regal Twins, my favorite boys from New Japan Strong, getting a shot at those belts. I don't care where they do it, if they want to do it on Impact or do it on Strong, but I like the Regal Twins, and if they don't get a shot at those titles, what are we even doing here, Damon? We've got a great tag team just spinning their wheels and strong having very good matches but let's let's take it to the next level let's let's make hay while the sun shines um all right well let's talk about the final match of the second round which was jay whiteo defeating hiroshi tanahashi in 90 minutes 54 seconds a match that well Let me pose you a question from Cafe. He says, what's better long-term storytelling? Tanahashi uh, purposely getting fat just to get jacked for G1 season or Taguchi doing Yano's bit, which leads to a merch sell-off at Wrestle Kingdom? Um, Yeah, this was just hilarious, the, the build for this match being Tanahashi getting a bit fat and jay white having an abs off at the start of the match and jay white screaming don't point the fucking camera at him point it at me i'm better looking than him i just thought that was very entertaining but then the bell rung i mean the match was fine they've had they've had better matches they've had a lot better matches than this there wasn't anything wrong with this one i like the finish it was quite creative the way that he jay white uh reversed the uh, was it a dragon screw into uh, the Blade Runner? Very, very well executed, but yeah. th- it was nothing special, was it?
0: No. It was a very solid pro wrestling match, but nothing where... Like, it was... It was I, I don't want to say it was like just a, a, a flat line, but it was, like... I don't know. Like, it, it was a... a it was like a professional wrestling match, if that makes any sense. Like it was a match that was, I don't know, devoid of, of emotion or like, it. and I again, I, d- I definitely don't want to say they were going through the motions because they weren't, but it was just... Like when we say out there it was a pro wrestling match and it was there over like Sonata and like Yuji Nagata, we were like that. I mean, I, what I'm saying there is that it was, it was boring, and they got in the ring and they did what they did. This was a, a a this was a textbook pro wrestling match between two great pro wrestlers who know what they're doing in the ring. That. Did not move the needle one way or the other. <laughs> Does that make sense? That's what i That's that's what I felt after it. Like I felt like I watched a pro wrestling match. Like if, if if a pro wrestling match were an earthquake, the needle was not moving much at all. You had a little tremor, but you certainly didn't have the fucking wall shaking.
1: Do you feel Jay White is in danger of? losing that magical heat that you know all that buzz that he had post-Wrestle yeah. Kingdom
0: is yeah, that gone? Want...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. don't you? yeah
0: and because as entertaining
1: head- as I find him as a heel hmm. like his post-match stuff where he was being carried to the back on a throne of young lines with uh, gay Kidd New Em, right like I, I love heel Jay White but you had lightning in a bottle there and everyone was watching him and I know we've talked about this before but I'm not seeing any change in his
0: character not only am i not seeing any change in his character we're not seeing anything that capitalized on those moments of pure emotion and pure uh real life kind of butting heads with pro wrestling life like i mean was it us that created all this, shit. <laughs> all our hard work, Joel, to make this moment even more special. Has, has that gone on the waist? Feel like it kind of has. We like, betrayed Damon. <laughs> I feel like we've. I feel like we lived up to our end of the bargain. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, so, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like they capitalized on that at least not yet anyway. I mean again, could could we eventually get there? I guess, but man, we're taking the fucking long way, aren't we? It doesn't feel let's put it this way. It doesn't feel like any anything that happened on the first week of January and then into the first week of February had anything to do with what we're seeing now. It really doesn't. And that's a shame because if you're right for a two week stretch was there for doing nothing you know for sitting at home or lying on the beach and watching it all unfold around him it just feels like boy you had the hottest guy in pro wrestling and now what, <laughs> what right now what
1: In terms of sort of big picture thoughts, looking at this New Japan Cup, I am kind of getting the feeling that the booking has slightly changed this year, that the big four, if I had to say they were a big four, are Ibushi, J.Y., Shingo, Osprey, it feels like these are the four guys who have been given the spotlight and the big matches and the main events to shine. Are you getting that feeling as well? Like, while well, people like Naito, Okada are being downcycled, even Sanada, Evil's <coughs> taking a back seat.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that I think it's a good thing because they're constantly, like, it feels like New Japan Cup is the tournament to make new stars. And I know a lot of people sometimes want to put that title on um, G1. But I really feel like New Japan Cup is that is that tool. Um, and yeah, it does feel like it is that that little bit of a shift. And as we go into like Genesis, um, those guys will be a little bit more of a focal point than maybe Naito or Okada or Tanahashi. Now, there is a common denominator between the three guys that we mentioned. They're all banged up. <laughs> They're all hurting. Um, so... I have no problem. Here's the – again, the mentality of pro wrestlers is to work, 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 hurt, work, hurt, work, hurt, work, 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 work through injuries, work. Okay. Take some time off. Rest up. You don't have to be on every show. And hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, that's the mentality that they're taking by giving – these guys who are awesome, a little bit more spot. Kenta, you can throw in that list too, um, giving them more spotlight. Because I don't think the company, the company can afford to, especially now when we're not playing the full buildings. The company can now allow some of these guys to heal up a bit, and and take a break. I think I think that would be a good thing and i and I know the people that they're putting in that position can carry the company for a couple months to twenty five percent crowds, thirty percent crowds, whatever the number is into you know and give them a at least a couple weeks but I mean you mean to tell me that those Corkin shows, those five hundred Corkin shows are going to be any less sold out with Osprey on top, Jay White on top, Shingo on top, Abushi on top, Kenta on top. Come on. And Tanahashi not in some fucking six man tag with Honma and fucking Hanare. No disrespect to Hanare or Honma, who had a good match. But you get my point. Sit home, sit on the couch, put your feet up, get fat rest we don't need you right now we don't need you right now you can rest
1: because i got the feeling damon that there's a lot of stuff that we complain about with new japan and their booking and all the shenanigans and bullet club and all that stuff but i do feel if you put that to one side for this calendar year 2021 we've got quite a lot of really high-end matches that you know, they they are delivering on their promise for, for giving you those high-quality main event that, that we love. And just, I was looking on cage match at the top 10 highly rated ones. And of course, that you've got to take with a pinch of salt because everyone's going to have different opinions on this. But just looking at the top 10, we've got Tanahashi against Shingo, Osprey against Zack, uh, Cobb against Shingo, Okada versus Osprey Jay against Ibushi, Okada against Shingo, Ibushi versus Naito, Despy versus Ibushi, Goto versus Shingo, Jay versus Ishii. So the top 10 matches. And the common denominator for that list, all of them feature those four guys I mentioned. So Shingo, Osprey, uh, Jay White and Ibushi. So yeah. it just seems that the, they are the focal point and you, you can slide other people into the mix against them, whether you're putting in like a Tanahashi or a Zach or a Jeff Cobb or an Okada or a Naito or an Ishii or even a Despi or Goto putting into uh, against one of those four guys and it's delivering big and I I don't know it just feels like comparatively compared to other years we're halfway through March and we've got a lot of really high-end matches
0: here yep and I think that the prospect of having great matches is better with the people that you mentioned like again this is not a disrespect to Naito or Tanahashi or Okada These, these guys have proven themselves time and time again. What I'm saying is is that you have a talented roster that can deliver matches that will have the possibility of rival rival you know I'm trying to say <laughs> I can't fucking talk. They they're, they're going to be right there. Uh, so give them a shot cuz I think your chances are better than with a broken down batter tanahashi, okada, naito. Let them rest. The company's in good hands. We, we know how to make stars. Let, 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 let's let them go. And, they, and, here, and here's the thing, too. For people who were sour on 2020 and have abandoned ship, you're missing out. You are missing out because I think 2021 has rebounded tremendously, tremendously.
1: Louis says, which wrestler has performed in the New Japan Cup better than you guys thought? My vote's on Shingo. So is there anyone in this tournament, Damon, who's really grabbed your attention and you, you've sat up and thought, wow, this guy is over-delivering on, on what I expected?
0: Over-delivering? Well, I was going to say Shingo is, is having a hell of a fucking run, but okay. Um, who over... Oh, Honema definitely over-delivered. Um, I mean, it was one match, but yeah. I mean, like, like if I'm giving a fucking award for a guy who gave me something that I would never expect yep that's that's my guy
1: Anwar says has New Japan Cup gotten watered down by expanding the fields? and will we ever hear the karaoke of uh, John Carroll doing Jay-Z big pimping from the G1 Supercard weekend I'm not sure if any <laughs> video footage of that exists but oh, the, what a great day that was I still that really look back with fond memories of that and all the the, the bond off we did uh, singing Stand By Me Oasis together oh. yeah
0: that was fucking great we were we were killing the drinks yeah that that went really fast the next thing I swear to god it felt like the next thing I know I was walking into Madison Square Garden um, yeah that was that was that was a fun afternoon that was a real fun afternoon yeah I missed that um,
1: with regards was, to the first question though about expanding the field I, I like it I like having 32 30 guys because then you get interesting matches with guys like Honma getting his annual singles match and Tenzan or or Gabe Kidd or Yota where otherwise if you had the 16 top guys in the company you wouldn't get to see that. So personally, I like the fact that they've expanded it.
0: Yeah, I see the argument of saying just give me the the meat and the potatoes. I get it. But, you know, I like, I I do, I feel the same way as usual that I like the idea of getting matchups maybe that I maybe would not have gotten, you know, by adding an extra layer of, of uh, an extra round to get those first round matches that maybe I wouldn't have gotten before. I mean, d- do we need to see another 10s on match? Maybe eh, not. But um, I, I see both sides of the argument. I I might lean a little bit more toward the 16 as opposed to the 32, but I see both. I see both.
1: classic catch as Tanahashi Naito Okada and Ibushi get older does New Japan have a growing superstar problem there's essentially Hiromu and Jay White who can be that A plus superstar what should they do Um, I see the problem being young domestic homegrown guys like Japanese talent because yeah once you look past those names mentioned I mean who is the next young Japanese guy where you're looking at thinking yeah this is the guy who's going to headline Wrestle Kingdom because for me it's it's the young lions and I'm thinking of guys like maybe Shota Umano or Yu Oemra as being the guy who could step up and be the face of the company but That's wild. they they're a long way away and I can't yeah. see anyone between them and the the guys that were we'll mentioned in the question
0: yeah and then even the guys. Because it feels like they are at a certain level of, of young lioness where they're they're probably ready to, to take that those next steps, um, and then we got to see what we got underneath. And it doesn't like like again the pandemic being a big issue. But I don't know if we have people underneath that now. Again, do you turn to strong at that point? Um, turn to the Gray O'Con.
1: He is the guy. O'Con should be the person that they're building to to be the next guy who's going to be in, in headlining big shows like that. But on the current trajectory, it's going to take a while before he is accepted as a a tippy top
0: guy. What about a Carl Fredericks? I mean, that's going to be a while too, mind you, but
1: he's lost a lot of momentum. I mean, from, you know, when he was slotted into the new Japan cup last year against Kenta in that first round match, and we were all excited. And then the pandemic hit and he just, he lost a lot of steam on strong, and he has. he's back now, and I'm excited to see him. For me, if I was in charge of booking strong, that would be the objective in the next set of tapings or two to put the, the rocket to this guy. So you make him a star, you make New Japan Strong all about him, then get him back to Japan,
0: and you can take it away from there. Yep, full agreement. Clark Connors, you could put in that list too. But yeah, that, that should be the primary objective, number one, of is making sure that you're setting up at least one or two guys out of strong to be easily just take the plane right over and slide right on in to pretty decent programs. That's That should be the goal of strong.
1: All right, so you wanted to talk about quarterfinals then. So we've got Yano. Some of these matches will have taken place by the time you listen to this. Yano versus Evil, Kenta versus Shingo, Sonata versus Osprey, and Jay versus Finley. So... What are your predictions for the rest of the tournament? All
0: right, so again, uh, Yano versus... Evil. Uh, Evil. You, you would you would have to think Evil goes on, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's thinking Yano wins this, no. right? Evil's got to get his win back from the
1: G1. Right. That sentence hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, and then Kenta yes. versus Shingo. I can't see... Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, so I will pick Shingo for that, and then we've got an Evil versus Shingo semi-final.
0: Yep, I see that, and again, I think it's leading to Shingo. Babyface Shingo, mm-hmm. rocking and rolling to the double drop, kicking his way to the
1: finals, and then we've got Sonata versus Osprey and Jay versus Finley. I mean, I will, I will pencil in Jay as the winner of that one. Sonata versus Osprey, I would like, I, I think it should be Osprey, but I. That I can't rule out. Yeah, the, the thought of Sonata winning is very, very real and very, very scary. It is because I, I know I, they I, they really want to go back to that Jay versus Sonata match that they did at whenever Christ. it was last year. So I'm just terrified that that's that's where we're going. I really I want to see Jay versus Osprey, but again, that's heel versus heel. <sighs> I don't know. I don't I have a feel David for that Finley one. Wins.
0: I, I will go David Finley. I I I, re- I I talked myself into it. I'm going David Finley. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the uh, the hero here. David Finley beats Jay White, gets his big win. New Japan backing J- uh, David Finley, uh, which would allow Will to get a win over Sonata. <whistles> Will beats Dave Shingo. Will New Japan Cup finals.
1: I like it. I'm, I will be optimistic and go along with you on that one. I just, it, it's Finley's time. And just the idea of him having that big semi-final with Will Ospreay would be very exciting to me, even if I don't think he would have much chance of winning, but just the dynamics between them. Finley would be such a great baby face against dickhead Will Osprey. So uh, there you go. Um, I, I'm not going to talk about Strong because I didn't get a chance to finish it because of daylight savings. So, couple of questions then before we go. Uh, Oscarini says, what non-main event New Japan wrestler would improve Strong? So if you had to send a mid-carder from the current uh, roster based in Japan and send them to Strong to right. help out, who would you send?
0: How about that? I'm going to send an older guy. Because I think that that'll that'll be more helpful to uh, the young crop that's in strong, mostly, uh, and also can still go, and also might need a new coat of paint and just something you know to build for, something to do. How about Hiroki Goto? I was thinking exactly the same, Damon. Really? Just think, you, you, yeah, you could
1: have main events like. Goto against a Carl Fredericks or a Chris Dickinson or a filthy right. Tom Lawler. Right. That would be great.
0: I think so. Right? I think so. And then, you know, Goto can be a little bit more creative, maybe. Um, have a little bit more room to, to stretch his creative wings. Yeah. I like that one.
1: And last question. John says, what is the worst New Japan entrance theme song and why is it David Finley's? I mean, Finley's is very... I, I, I couldn't tell you what it is. I could not sing it to you. If you put the gun to my head, then uh, I'd be a dead man. Um, so I was to it? it's bad. It's just very, very forgettable. Have you got any New Japan entrance musics that you think are... What's the worst?
0: The worst one is... Um, oh, fuck. Uh, the former Dragon Lee. Dra- <laughs> the... Uh, his hip-hop was it, Baby Mama, or what is it? Oh or? yeah. It's, that's very, very bad
1: with <laughs> very really bad lyrics. I can't remember oh, what they are, but the I remember worst. hearing them on music of the mat
0: and thinking, oh my
1: God, <laughs> Dragonita's has better than this.
0: It is sh- shit. Um It would be like if, like if a third grader was asked to write a sexy rap song. Uh you know, that you would hear at a strip club or something. Uh it's it's just ridiculous. Um, that's got to be up there as the one of the worst. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is is an instant like. Ugh. Um, I I would say that's that's probably number one on my list.
1: Alright, well that's it a shorter episode today um redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash casts uh, thank you for everyone who has donated putting money towards the uh joel covid vaccine fund uh discord link is in the show notes if you want to get one of our t-shirts at cobra kawaii and pro forward slash super cast massive thanks to editor dan find them on twitter at lousyhero219 subscribe to the voices of wrestling podcast network for other great shows give us a five snake review on itunes follow us on twitter at the super j cast thank you everyone for listening and goodbye